Greetings, everybody. Happy midweek. It is Wednesday, February the 24th, 2021, and this is episode number 157. You're listening to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, astronomy, and periodically some interesting off-topic episodes that for no other reason your host finds interesting. Typically, we do those on Open Line Friday. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. Now, today, I had planned on doing something on volcanoes, started doing some research on volcanoes, and then... Uh, I saw some great, great video released from NASA, and that video was uh, actual video of the landing of the Perseverance Mars rover, the Martian rover. So, uh, okay, this got me thinking, not only is the audio great, and we're going to play a clip of the audio here in just a second, but I'll also post the video on weatherjazz.com, episode number 157. And I thought this would be a good time to compare. Compare the Earth, the weather on Earth, and the weather on Mars. So, without further delay, let's dig in, not only to the weather first, but Let's understand the dynamics of Mars, where it is in the solar system, how big it is, what its day is like, that kind of thing. And that will help to set up the stages as we explore Martian weather. Well, Mars sits at a distance from the sun, an average distance of 141 million miles. That's obviously more distant than Earth. Earth's uh, average distance is about 93 million miles. Mars, because it's farther away from the sun, takes a little bit longer to go around the sun, and that would be one year. So one Martian year is going to happen every 687 days, approximately double that of Earth. But here's an interesting comparison, and it is this. The Martian day, in other words, the time the planet Mars takes to rotate on its axis, is every 24.6 hours, and that is nearly the same as Earth. So we have some similarities. The Martian day is just like Earth's day for all intents and purposes. Now, there are some interesting dissimilarities that we're going to get into as far as the atmosphere goes. You see, Mars has an atmospheric pressure of only 1% or 2% of Earth's. That's right. You heard me right, 1% or 2%. And, uh, for instance, the barometer reading at one of the sensors, we've got a couple of sensors on the planet Mars right now. One of them is uh, the Curiosity rover, and it has deployed 
a meteorological package that uh, takes weather measurements. And one of the measurements is the atmospheric pressure. Now, take a look at your home barometer. Your home barometer uh, straight up is 30 inches. Now, the average sea level pressure corrected to sea level, dependent on whether you're at sea level or not, that would be called the altimeter. And maybe uh, we can talk about that at another point in time. But globally, here on Earth, the average sea surface pressure that you have on your barometer in inches of mercury is 29.92, almost 30 inches. So frequently, your home barometer will have 30 inches straight up because if the needle goes to the left, that means that it's lower than normal, the normal surface pressure. If the needle goes to the right, it is higher, high pressure, low pressure, that kind of thing. So 30 inches approximately is normal. If you brought that same barometer to Mars and put it at the surface, that pressure gauge would read not 30.00, not 29.92, which is Earth's average, but 0.1, or make that uh, 0.24, 0.24, or 8.2 millibars, if you prefer it in millibars, because the average uh, pressure of millibars at the surface is 1019.2, 1019.2 millibars. And on the surface of Mars, it's eight. Eight's a great number. I love eight because I'm employed by Fox 8. Uh, but uh, when eight shows up on your thermometer or on your pressure gauge in terms of millibars, that would not be a good thing. So that's one thing that's really, really uh, dissimilar in terms of of the red planet. Now let's talk about Mars's temperature. The temperature on Mars, the average temperature, 81 below zero Fahrenheit. However, there's a big range um, and it goes from 220 below zero Fahrenheit in the wintertime at the poles to 70 degrees Fahrenheit, a very palatable, very comfortable 70 right over the lower latitudes in the Martian summer. So a big temperature spread, but a really, really, really thin atmosphere. Does Mars have any water? That's the next question. we got a ton of water here on planet Earth. That's a good thing. But at present, Mars's water appears to be trapped, the only place that we know of anyway, or at least theorized, to be trapped in its polar ice caps and uh, possibly below the surface too. And uh, maybe one of these days we'll find out with one of these probes that'll dig deep enough and maybe find a few water molecules. But because Mars's atmosphere and the pressure is very, very low, any water that actually tried to exist on the surface would quickly boil away. And uh, so really finding water on the surface of Mars with the current conditions is uh, would literally be impossible. Do seasons exist on Mars? Yes, absolutely. Here's another similarity between Earth and Mars. The planets tilt the axis of the, the, the tilt of, with relation to the sun is about 25 degrees, and ours is about 23 and a half. So uh, it is very, very similar. 
And yes, uh, the southern hemisphere of Mars and the northern hemisphere of Mars will go through the same climatic uh, seasonal change that we do. They have a winter in the northern hemisphere and a summer in the northern hemisphere and vice versa as well. Now, what about the atmosphere? Yes, the atmosphere is extremely thin, but what is it comprised of? Well, it's comprised of largely carbon dioxide. 95.3% of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide, and the rest of it is nitrogen at 2.7% and argon at 1.6%. But wait a minute. Carbon dioxide is 95% of the atmosphere, actually 95 plus? The answer is yes, but please remember, there's very little atmosphere on Mars. So the result of that is that uh, the so-called greenhouse effect that carbon dioxide uh, is a part of is uh, really negligible on the surface of Mars because, yeah, while carbon dioxide comprises of 95% of the atmosphere, the amount of atmosphere around Mars is 1% of that of Earth. Now, just to put that in perspective, if by chance we were trees and we breathed in carbon dioxide to live, like trees do that, do here in uh, on the surface of the Earth, but let's say we humans did that, and we breathed in carbon dioxide. I know that's ridiculous, but just for the sake of um, kind of giving you a feel for what the atmosphere is like, if we breathed in carbon dioxide and our atmosphere was 95% carbon dioxide and we moved to Mars, the exact same atmosphere, but at 1% of the pressure, we couldn't breathe. There wouldn't be enough carbon dioxide in the atmosphere to sustain life. Uh, We'd essentially suffocate uh, because it's so thin. And that, in fact, uh, proves very interesting when trying to figure out how to get the new rover Perseverance on the Martian surface. You see, because they were going to use a parachute. Okay, well, parachute requires air, requires an atmosphere. And while there is an atmosphere on Mars... It is very, very thin. So they had to design a parachute that would take advantage of the little atmosphere that they have to slow down the probe enough so that they could get it to a speed where they could fire the retro rockets and then lower the Perseverance probe, the uh, rover, down on the Martian surface. Really exciting times. Now, the Perseverance is on the surface of Mars, beaming back some great pictures. I have a couple of them on weatherjazz.com, episode number 157 in the show notes. Go check it out. But here is the audio of that three-minute window when NASA was trying to make sure that Perseverance was going to make it to the Martian surface. It'll have you on the edge of your seats. And then when we come back, I'm going to tell you about the video that goes along with that audio that you're about to hear. So without further delay, 
Here is the Martian atmosphere entry of Perseverance, the rover, making its attempt to land on the surface of Mars. We are starting to straighten up and fly right maneuver where the spacecraft will jettison the entry balance masses in preparation for parachute deploy and to roll over to give the radar a better look at the ground. The navigation has confirmed that the parachute has deployed and we are seeing significant deceleration in the velocity. Our current velocity is 440 meters per second at an altitude of about 12 kilometers from the surface of Mars. Heat shield set. Perseverance has now slowed to subsonic speeds and the heat shield has been separated. This allows both the radar and the cameras to get their first look at the surface. Current velocity is 145 meters per second and an altitude of about 10 kilom- 9.5 kilometers above the surface. Nav filter converge. Velocity solution 3.3 meters per second. Altitude 7.4 kilometers. Now has radar lock on the ground. Current velocity is about 100 meters per second, 6.6 kilometers above the surface. Perseverance is continuing to descend on the parachute. We are coming up on the initialization of terrain relative navigation and subsequently the priming of the landing engines. Our current velocity is about 90 meters per second at an altitude of 4.2 kilometers. OVS valid. We have confirmation that the lander vision system has produced a valid solution and part of terrain relative navigation. Priming. TBA is nominal. We have priming of the landing engines. Back shell set. Current velocity is 83 meters per second at about 2.6 kilometers from the surface of Mars. We have confirmation that the back shell has separated. We are currently performing the divert maneuver. Current velocity is about 75 meters per second at an altitude of about a kilometer off the surface of Mars. TRN safety, bravo. We have completed our terrain relative navigation. Current speed is about... 30 meters per second, altitude of about 300 meters off the surface of Mars. We have started our constant velocity accordion, which means we are conducting the sky crane, about to conduct the sky crane maneuver. Sky crane maneuver has started, about 20 meters off the surface. We're getting signals from MRO. Tango Delta. Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars, ready to begin seeking the sands of past life. Wow, talk about the excitement. You could feel the tension in the room because you just never know uh, what kinds of issues or problems that may arise with uh, a mission so far away. They literally have no control. They have to advance the programs ahead of time because uh, the communication between Earth and Mars is not instantaneous by any stretch. It takes a couple minutes at least. So many times you don't know if a particular maneuver was successfully uh, deployed or not until you hear back from the probe. 
So there was a lot of anticipation, a lot of sitting on the edge of your seat while they waited. And of course, this one turned out very, very well. Always a very satisfying thing. Now, here's the deal. Would you believe that this entire ordeal was captured by the high-definition cameras, video cameras, on the Perseverance spacecraft while it was landing? And we couldn't see it in real time or alive, but they were able to beam back, the spacecraft was able to beam back the video later. And what NASA did is they married the audio with what would have been the real-time video of everything happening. You can see the parachute deploying. You can see the Martian surface getting closer and closer. You can see the jet engines slowing down the spacecraft and all of that Martian dust getting spread out all over the place. And you can see the Perseverance rover getting lowered by a cable. And it all happened according to plan. And if you want to see that video, I have it posted on weatherjazz.com on my show notes, episode number 157. Do yourself a favor. If you're only listening to this podcast This is one of those episodes where you'll want to go to the website at some point in time when you're near your computer and browser. Look it up, weatherjazz.com, episode number 157, and scroll down until you see the video from NASA. It's a YouTube embed, and you can simply play it right there on weatherjazz.com. Worth your time. Very, very fun. In fact, share it with your family members and uh, talk about it uh, as uh, it's fun to see success as uh, we are exploring our environment, our planetary solar system, and the universe and beyond. Really cool stuff. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word. Tell your neighbor, tell your friends uh, on social media, email, wherever. And special thanks to those of you that have partnered to support Weather Jazz. They include Will and Tonya Krause and family in Ohio, Christine Barnes in Ohio, Rose Moore in Ohio, Bill Martin in Florida, and Andrea Rich in Tennessee. And I'd love to add your name to that list beginning a few weeks ago and going through the month of March. Anyone who becomes a supporter at any one of three levels that my host anchor.fm provides the lowest is 99 cents a month and if you do that this month february or in march that would be through march of 2021 you're going to receive a copy of my autobiographical timeline book the extra mile and once you become a supporter remember to send me an email at weatherjazz at yahoo.com That's so that I can get the information that I need to send you your book. You're going to find the link at the bottom of this episode at weatherjazz.com. Hey, do you have a topic or a question that you would like answered? I welcome your input. If you just want to call and say hello, I would love that too. You can do that one of two ways. One is by email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. 
And now also the Weather Jazz Podcast audience connect line 234-525-5888. That number is readily available on weatherjazz.com in case that was just a little too fast and you're just listening in your car or in your home or in the office, wherever you might be. And if you're listening to Weather Jazz via one of the many podcast apps available, remember to subscribe. That way, you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. And if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area or plan to visit or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television Fox 8. But if you're not in Cleveland, you can always watch online from anywhere in the world at fox8.com. Just click on the Live tab up top. In just a couple of days, it's Open Line Friday Day. We'll see you with another engaging episode right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Podcast.